0: Welcome to the Six Figure Roadmap, brought to you by LVRG.it. Leverage it. Saving you money on the tools, software, and courses you use to grow your business every single day. Now, here's your host, Cam Martinez.
1: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are tuning in from. Welcome back to another week of the Six Figure Roadmap you might be noticing that the audio is a little bit different. I am recording this from my headphones right now instead of my usual microphone. My office is under reconstruction right now. I just got a new gaming PC that I'm setting up and it's kind of a mess. So uh, I'm doing what I can to make sure that this podcast gets out. This intro is created and you guys receive some valuable info this week. This week I had the pleasure of interviewing Ryan Steumann. Ryan is a four-time best-selling author, creator of Hardcore Closer, a contributor to Forbes, Entrepreneur Addicted to Success, Good Men Project, Lighter Side of Real Estate, and Huffington Post. He's got more Salesman of the Month plaques than he can count, and his Break Free Academy program is his flagship program that has everything you need in order to start marketing your business online and crushing your competitors. This interview is awesome. We talk about how to Use power assets to get what you want in business, to build relationships with who you want in your business, and ultimately grow an empire like Ryan has. He gives you some very tactical information. We talk a lot about Um, some things that here on this podcast I'm super passionate about and I agree 100% with that you should be creating and then we get to know him a little bit better so it's definitely one that you should tune into this guy is a wealth of knowledge he's been on a ton of podcasts and a lot of amazing things in his life and has a lot of wisdom to share with you so I hope that you enjoy this interview but before we get into the interview let's give a thanks to our sponsor Process Street is a simple, free, and powerful way to manage your team's recurring checklists and procedures. Their simple interface lets you create structured documents in seconds, run processes as collaborative workflows, integrate with over a thousand apps to automate tasks, and use forms to capture structured data. They have been kind enough to give us a 20% discount on all of their subscriptions inside of our membership. So, all you have to do is go to our website at lvrg.it, sign up for the membership. You'll see the Process Street discount inside of there as alongside some other amazing discounts and other sponsors that we've had on the podcast before, and you will be able to take advantage of some amazing money-saving opportunities inside there. So Process Street, go sign up for it, go sign up for the membership. Just remember that every time you purchase a membership from Leverage, we donate 20% to our partner nonprofit, Feed a Billion, Where every dollar provides 20 meals around the world. All right, enjoy this interview with Ryan Steumann. All right, I'm here with Mr. Ryan Steumann, a highly requested guest. Ryan, I appreciate your time and appreciate you being here. I'm excited for you to drop some knowledge bombs. We were talking beforehand. We're not gonna get too much into the background of your story. People can Google that. They've probably heard of you, they probably know all the hell that you've been through to get to where you are now. So we're going to deliver some actionable steps for you guys to take to hit six figures in your business. So let's welcome Ryan. How are you, sir?
0: Hey, what's up, man? Uh, Sorry for the reschedule, dude. You know, Cam, I appreciate you being uh, patient with me on that, man. Was uh, having a little fun with a a dear friend of mine. So I appreciate you being flexible. I promise to, uh, to make it up here in the delivery of the podcast today, my man.
1: Awesome. All right, let's do it. Before we get into what you called power versus force. I have a question for you. Do you remember the first time you hit six figures as an entrepreneur?
0: Yeah. You know, uh, as an entrepreneur, probably not, but as like a, a, a like just a, a sales guy. Yes, absolutely. It was, uh, 2004 and, uh, it, in, don't judge me. I made $98,750. So I just round up. Right. So that was like my first six, six, I probably made a couple grand cash somewhere. I didn't report, you know what I mean? But that was what was on my, my W two for the year. And, uh, you know, my whole life I'd been told, you know, that was big money. When you get to be 40, 50 years old, you might make a hundred grand a year. And I think I was 24, 25 at the time. So, uh, and it was my first year in mortgages. You know, it was my first I had washed cars before that for about forty or fifty thousand dollars a year. Sold car washes for about fifty or forty or fifty thousand a year. So it was a big deal. But it was one of those moments where it's like if I knew I could do it once, I could for sure do it again, you know. It's been a repeating Uh, Thought process I've had my whole life, too If I can do something once, shit, you know This morning, not to brag I'm going to brag a little bit, but not to brag But I'm going to brag You know, 40 years old I did 25 unbroken pull-ups I read today that 3% of the population can do one pull-up. I'm 40 years old and I'm not talking about like, like, you know, where your hands in front of you, I'm talking about your hands out to the side, long lateral, full form pull-ups. I did 25 this morning. I was trying to do 30, but I lost my damn grip when I tried to readjust and I fell down. Like, uh, I, I, I just, uh, you know, I just like, uh, you know, I like pushing things, you know, and, uh, and so, like, I knew if I could do one pull up shit, I can do two. If I can do two, I can do four. And, like, I just kept going, you know, it's the same thing when, when, when I realized that, hey, man, I can make six figures a year without having a high school diploma or anything else. Like, dude, I bet I can make seven, you know? And, uh, it's, it's all, I've had a roller coaster since then. But t- today, I want to, uh, really share with the guys li- and, and ladies listening to this, like, uh, a way to really, th- how I think the quickest way to get to six figures. Right. And uh, it doesn't matter what you sell or what you do for a living. Like you might think whatever you're in, even if you're not an entrepreneur, you're like, Oh, well, I sell cars or I sell insurance. There's no way for me to get to six figures a year. I'm going to give you the game today and you're watching it in real time too. That's the beautiful thing about what I'm going to teach you. So there's this theory I have and and I've read about it. It's not like I invented it. I've just translated it into business, but it's, it's power versus force. And most people live on the fourth side of their life, right? So let's just take it to business. People are cold calling. People are doing pop buys. They're going to networks. They're going direct mail, you know, maybe social media. But for the most part, uh, salespeople and business owners, man, they're doing old school tactics, right? Because it's cheap to knock on people's doors, right? It's cheap to cold call people. It's free to knock on people's doors. It just costs you your time. It's free to cold call people. It just costs you your time, you know? It's, uh, it's free to send out cheap, you know, or free email blasts to people and stuff like that. Right. And those, those are like, you're forcing somebody to make a decision that they weren't thinking about. Right. If I show up at your door and I knock on your door, it's like, shit, you're over here enjoying your TV dinner, watching Netflix. And now I'm trying to force you with the decision that you didn't know you were forced with before. It's just like forcing things to happen. Right. And the thing about force though, is it gives instant gratification, right? If I force this microphone to move, it moves Instantly, right? If I'm going to power this thing to move, I got to figure out how to hook electricity up to it and how I'm going to have a remote control or how I'm going to do the shit with my mind or whatever. It's going to take time. So people get on the force side of life, right? They force relationships to happen. Business partners, like, oh, you like me, I like you. We should be business partners. And they force shit to happen. And then it ends in a horrible separation, right? Uh, People force relationships with their spouses, right? It's like, oh, you like me, we have sex, we should get married, right? And they force these things. Same thing goes in business. But when you get on the power side of life, that's when things get good. But, but the problem is most people don't have the patience to get on the power side of life. See, force is something that you get immediate gratification, instant gratification. And while it's effective, it's not efficient, right? It's not your best use of time, right? Because if I knock on a door... I knock on that door one time. I might make a sale, but if I'm going to make a sale again, I got to go back and knock that same door, right? So today for this podcast, and feel free, Cam, at any time to like interrupt me, ask me questions or whatever, but I want to share with you guys three or four power moves that you can make to really springboard yourself in the marketplace as that person to where you can hit that six and seven figure mark quicker. Uh, Number one, and you're watching this right now, is podcasting. Okay. Having a podcast is completely free. It's a power move, right? When, when Kim tells you, or I tell you like, Hey, we have a podcast. You're like, Oh shit. They have something to say. They have an audience. They have some sort of influence. Even if this podcast gets two or three downloads a month, there's he's influencing two or three people. If my podcast gets one download a month, I have influence over something, but the perception in the marketplace is fuck dude, he must have a sponsor and a radio show and like people probably pay him money for this. Like they think you're Joe Rogan. They think I'm Joe Rogan, right? They don't realize that we're just dudes in an office somewhere with a couple of microphones plugged into a computer that we already own, you know, and, and, and it doesn't even have to be all this. Like literally I've been on a thousand podcast guys. I have uh, done over 400 myself and I've been a guest on over 600. And I just bought a $60 microphone from Amazon like a month and a half ago. I shit you not. I I know that you can see uh, Cam here on video. I don't know if they will or not. But the hilarious part is I still, now mind you, my show has 1.9 million listens, right? It gets 90 to 150,000 listens a month organically. And I record the whole thing from the voice memo app on my iPhone. And then I just upload. I just upload it to anchor.fm, which is a free app. You can go to anchor.fm. It's hundred percent free. You just upload a voice memo into it. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, you got a podcast on iTunes. Okay. And then when the marketplace sees that you got a podcast, there's this perception, but here's the thing about power, right? And you can attest to this. You launch a podcast, dude, you're not going to be Ed Milet. You're not going to be Grant Cardone. You're not going to be Ryan Stuman. Right. It's, I've been doing this since 2011. It takes a while for people to listen. My second podcast ever still has one listen. It's me making sure the motherfucker wasn't broken, that it still worked. Right. Like there's people that aren't going to listen to your shit overnight. You have to keep going. It takes time to generate power. Think about it. The most powerful thing that I know of is the sun. The sun's 6.8 billion years old. It took a while to become that powerful. Kings aren't born. Right. King princes are born and they're grown into kings, assuming they survive all this shit that they have to go through in order to, to, to be the king. Right. And so you think about a power move, man, you got to like my podcast now gets, you know, it has a couple million downloads and uh, my rewire podcast is like a year and a half old. and It's almost two million uh, downloads at this point. But that's because I made power moves in the podcasting world for freaking nine years before anybody even gave a shit about me. You know, and so, but I didn't quit. I kept generating power, generating power, generating power. And now, guess what? I have 390 or 400 episodes because it's a daily thing. So if you think about it, I got 400 episodes. If they all just get one listen per day from random people on the internet, that's 400 listens a day I'm getting, right? The power's generated over time. The second power move that you can make in business for great perception, and and again, you're not going to do this and it make you a millionaire overnight. It's the consistency of doing this, but that's being a blogger. I've ran hardcorecloser.com since 2012, January of 2012. So I'm going on my eighth year as a blogger. I've written 25, personally written 2,500 plus blog posts. Uh, there's like 1,900 videos that I made on that, that thing. I did it all myself in the beginning. Nobody watched my videos. Nobody read my blog posts. But now 100 to 150,000 people organically land on my website every month because it's been around for a while. It's generated the power. Now, you might say, "Why well, I ain't got $50,000 to go build a website like you have, Ryan, and all this stuff. Dude, you can go to the site called medium.com, and you can sign up 100% for free. And all you have to do is type some shit. Guess what? If you can't type some shit, you can have Siri transcribe it and then you can edit it. You know, you can go to Rev.com where it's a dollar a minute for them to transcribe it and you can edit it. And then all of a sudden, you, you know, let's say a blog is a five minute read. So you spend $5 at Rev.com, you edit it, you upload it to Medium. And guess what? Now you're a blogger. Guess what? Now when you go to concerts, now when you go to events, now when you go to this stuff, you say, hey, I'm a blogger. I can actually write about your event. You get extra press credentials, right? That's power move. Right now you get to call the CEO of the company that you've been trying to sell to, but instead of calling the gatekeeper and saying, Hey, uh, I'd like to sell you guys some shit. You call and you say, dude, I'm a big fan. I'm a authorized blogger with medium.com. And I'd love to do a press release article about the product that you guys are coming out. Can I talk to the CEO and do an interview? You interview them, you write the article, you send the article to them, and then you say, hey, by the way, when would be a good time for us to sit down and talk about maybe how we can do some things together to further grow your brand? See, that's a power move. But look, I had to go and write the article, make the appointment, and do all this other stuff first before I could earn the right to get that business. But guess what? Now, all of a sudden, I'm making power moves. I'm not knocking on the doors of CEOs. I'm not trying to bust past past the gatekeeper. I'm calling up as a guy that's going to get them published in a major publication, you know? Uh, another power move is getting free PR about yourself. Uh, I use a site that's called uh, Haro is what I call it for short, but it's helperreporter.net, I think. They may have bought the Help a Reporter. I think it's .net. They may have bought the .com recently. Let's see here. Yeah, so it, they got it. So it's helpareporter.com. You go there and it asks you, are you a journalist or are you a source? You sign up as a source. It'll ask you what your areas of expertise are, and it'll send you an email every day of people that are writing blog posts and writing articles in major publications that need a quote. For six years, I spent an hour a day replying to these emails. Guess what? I have 72,000 publications out there in Forbes, thestreet.com. You name it, I'm in it. Even before I was who I am today, I was able to get in those because I just like provided what they, I mean, think about this. When they're sending you a question, you want to answer, you want to give them the answer that they want, right? Like so that they actually publish you. So you take their side of the argument, you give a good quote that backs it up. They're going to put you in the article and they mention you. You can go to googlealerts.com and you can set up a Google alert that every time your name is mentioned, you get an email and you can see when you're published in these publications. It's awesome, you know? Uh, another power move is building a list, right? And you got to build a list of emails, text message. You got to build a list of emails, numbers, and addresses. Addresses so you can send them direct mail, email so you can email them, and text message so you can text blast them and call them, right? We always ask on our squeeze pages and our websites, we always ask for name, email address, and mobile phone numbers so that we know that we have their text message, right? And uh, the easiest way to do that is with a product that that actually owns the company. is called Phone Sites. You can go to uh, phonesites.com slash closer. And uh, that's my personal link. You can get a 14 day free trial. You can build a website that captures information like a sales funnel in like five minutes from your mobile device, like no training, no videos to watch. It's like the iPhone of website software. And so think about it. You start a podcast and then you say, Hey, this podcast brought to you by whatever your company is. And then you send them to that website that you made to sign up, to get notifications about the podcast. Now all of a sudden you got double power moves. Your podcast is building a list. Right, every time that you're mentioned in Haro, you make sure that they talk about your website, so that they go back to your website. Right? It's like Ryan stuman owner of Phonesites.com. I don't call it Phone Sites; I say Ryan stuman owner of Phonesites.com, says that. Right? That's how I reply to things, so that they've got to put my URL in there, so people find out what we're all about. When you do your podcast, you say sponsor by send people there. When you get PR, when you write your articles for Medium, you can talk about your product and how it changed people's lives, and leave your link in there. These are things that are all power moves that link together that allow you to build a list because here's the thing, data is the most valuable resource on the planet, right? Like if I have your email address and you just bought a Dallas Cowboy hat from me, I can then email you and sell you a jersey. I can even sell you the hat at a discount for like five bucks and take a $10 loss in order to sell you a jersey and make $40 on the back end, right? And then I can hit you back again and I can sell you a football with an autograph on it or a pair of socks, Or a chair and a rope, you know what I'm saying? Like to hang yourself because you're a Cowboy fan. But, you know, like uh, I always say that, right? We actually did pretty good opening season, but usually we're getting our asses handed to us around here. So it felt good to win against New York Sunday. But these power moves all tie together. So if you're trying to make six figures, what you're usually doing is you you don't have a whole lot of money to spend on advertising. You don't have a whole lot of money to spend on PR. Everything that I just told you is free. Even phone sites is free for 14 days if you, you, you know, In 14 days, you're going to see the benefit from getting leads from it. You're going to want to stay on. It's only 99 bucks a month after that anyway. But think about it. Even if you just signed up for the 99 bucks a month, I just told you how to get PR where you can get in Forbes and shit like that. told you how to start a podcast for free where you're on iTunes, one of the biggest media platforms on the planet. I told you how you can become a blogger and get press credentials to get into seminars and write articles about influencers and forge relationships that way but you're going to have to collect all their data in the process which is where phone sites really ties into so so yeah, I mean you're you're making power moves right now Cam I mean obviously you got a podcast and stuff right so you you get that principle
1: Yeah yeah that's uh we talk about that a lot leveraging a podcast to build relationships a lot of people see it as this is going to be my main source of income. This is going to be how I grow a giant audience. It's going to be how I become famous. You don't need to have, like you were saying at the beginning, you don't need to have 200,000 downloads a month. If you have built that leverage, built those relationships, you can get people like Ryan Steumann on your podcast, who you get to speak with before and after the show. And it really is, the, it's one of those power moves where you're giving people a chance to share what they're passionate about, what their expertise is. And it's one of the best ways to do it. My question stemming from what you just said. Actually, there's two questions from that. The first one is, so once you've used these power moves to infiltrate relationships in people's audiences, how are you then using that to generate business
0: from these, from these people? Uh, that's a good question. So uh, I'll just be honest with you, you know, uh, I do podcasts like this often. And what conversation you and I can, we'll just have it on the air. We'll just be transparent, you know, is I always ask people if they want phone sites to sponsor their podcasts. And I have a sponsorship package that we put together for podcasters. So A, your audience gets to listen to me here and you and I can maybe partner up and let phone sites sponsor your podcast, right? It makes you official. You have a sponsor, somebody that's a big brand that's behind your podcast. You have the, the, the listeners that we look for at our company and you can get monthly money from it. Right. So it's like a win-win situation. So to me, you know uh, when people would go on my podcast in the past when I had, so now my podcasts are all me, I don't have interviews and stuff, but I started off interviewing people and it gave me an opportunity to talk. I, I only, let people come on the show that I wanted to have as clients and I wanted to work with. Right. So it gave me an opportunity to give them some value first and then ask for the business. Um, and so like, f- for example, let's say that you are a marketing agency and there's a local business owner that, you know, you can just help crush, right? You know that you could help them just like crush it. They're not doing it right. And they have a great product, whatever. Right. But they ain't listening to you. And they ain't got time and it's not in the budget, blah, blah, blah. And they just don't, you can't get through the gatekeeper to fucking help them out. But you could call them up and say, uh, you know, hey, I just saw on the news or I read where a couple months ago you guys had XYZ incident and uh, I thought I would, you know, or XYZ product about to come out. I thought I'd bring you on my podcast and let my audience, which consists of thousands of people that are, you know, potential customers for your product and you be able to talk to them. Now, obviously the the person, like nobody's going to turn down podcasts, right? Like unless they're a complete asshole or whatever, most people will say, yeah, fuck, that's awesome. Right. Especially if you pitch it to them, right. Then you let the, you like talk about how awesome their brand is and how everything else and, like talk them up the whole time. And at the end, when it's over with, you're like, dude, I love what you guys do so much. I know I can help you guys sell more of it. Is there a time, you know, that now that we've gotten to know each other a little bit better, you know, I'm not all weird and shit that you and I can maybe get on the phone and talk about how I, you know, can help increase the ROI of X, Y, Z or whatever. Right. So it just allows you to like give first while everybody else is like, Hey, give me some business. Hey, let me, Hey, buy my shit. Right. You're like, Hey, I'm willing to expose your brand. And, and help you get some sales and help you grow your business and get some reach and some new people that, that understand who you are, maybe help you grow your social media, all this shit for free in exchange for a shot to help you make more money. Right? This just comes from a different, that's a power move. But, you know, saying, hey, buy my shit takes like five seconds. That power move might take fucking three, four months to go through all that. I might talk to like uh, Andy Frasell's a friend of mine. He's going to come on one of our trainings for our group. And, you know, we talked about that two or three days ago, it might be fucking 60 days before our, our schedules line up and actually be able to make that happen. And then before May, and, and if he and I do business at some point, the future, he's a friend of mine, but if we do business at some point in the future, or whatever, it's because it, of a, a long term relationship. It's not because I just hit Andy up and I was like, Hey, man, what's up on the money making venture or whatever the case, right? It, it, it takes a while. It takes consistency. Like I was saying in the beginning, power takes time. But every time that you're contacting people, you shouldn't just have like any, any idiot on your podcast, right? You should have people that you want to do business with or that you want in your network or that you want to create and forge relationships with, right? Like be selective of who you put on there. Don't just be like, oh, you can talk. You should come on my podcast, right? Make it to where this is your way around the gatekeeper. While the next guy keeps bumping his fucking head into the gatekeeper and getting his cold calls rejected, you just slide to right the fuck in there. And then, and they love the shit out of you because you're helping them build their business.
1: Yep. Yep. Ah, oh, it's brilliant. I love that. Especially for local agencies trying to get local business. Love that. Second question. You keep talking about the longevity of these strategies, how your blog, your podcast, everything you've built has taken you nine years, nine, 10 years. What are you working on now that you foresee taking that amount of time, but you know, is going to be valuable in your business?
0: Well, so my goal is to sell uh, one of my companies for $115 million within the next five years. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Like you heard it. Like this ain't the first time I said it, but like it's, it's going to happen. And uh, I own that company, no debt, no venture capitalists no, no fucking nothing. It's mine. I built that shit from the skin of my teeth from the bottom up and we're growing faster than I ever imagined. And I'm going to sell it for an ass ton of money and it's going to be in the nine figures. And from there, I'm going to help all the fucking entrepreneurs that I believe in get the help that I couldn't get right. I had to build this shit without banks and stuff, but then I get to turn around with that kind of money and play the bank. And I, you know, I get to play a little bit of different game than maybe the typical VCs do where they, you know, they're, they're vultures and that's cool. I'm not knocking it. That's just what they do. You know, they come in when you need money, they get you to do ridiculous shit. And uh, sometimes it even hurts the companies. Right. But I understand a, uh, a pattern that a lot p- people don't understand when it comes to, to finance and how all that shit's evaluated and everything else. So, dude, I just want to make enough money to where I can dial other people uh, that, that have great ideas and shit. I mean, there's a bunch of people running around that are executors that are, You know, like I got a friend that does like um, food sales, right? And he has a very specific type of food. Great dude, great product, fucking always out of money, which means he can't fucking hit big supplies. He can't sell to Walmart because he can't afford the fucking money to manufacture it. Walmart wants to buy it, but they're saying, okay, we'll buy it. And he's like, where the fuck do I get $10 million to manufacture enough to fill up the fucking Walmarts? They're trying to, you know what I mean? Like, I want to be able to fucking help things out like that and be that conduit for people who need it. Whereas the traditional banks and shit, you know, they, they don't look at it from a business standpoint. So I want to be my own version of a shark, you know? Love it. More man, like I love a, it. We're like a dolphin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Before we wrap up here, I want to ask you a few questions to get to know you a little bit better. First right. one is one, what is one non-negotiable habit you implement every single day?
0: Uh, well, I, so working out, you know, I, I exercise every day. I have for 21 almost 22 years now. So. That's how you explain those 25 strict pull-ups, man. <laughs> That's it, man. You know, I'm, I'm a big believer that it doesn't make any sense to make money if you're just going to have to give it all the way to hospitals and shit. I don't, again, I'm 40. I don't take any pills. I still wake up without an alarm about five o'clock every morning. I hit the gym every day, live a healthy lifestyle. Still like to party and drink and all that shit, man. But at the same time, I just take care of myself, you know? Boom. What is one book you wish everyone in the world would read? Uh, can't hurt me by David Goggins. Cause everybody needs to harden the fuck up.
1: What on, what do you like to spend your time and money outside of business?
0: I like cars. And, uh, so I collect two things, cars and watches. I have quite a Rolex collection. That's like my brand. I don't know why I just stuck to, I really like Rolexes and, uh, and I like cars. So I have a, a Lamborghini, a McLaren 720 S and a uh, Rolls Royce Wraith. So it's like, love it. Love it, man. But by the way, you guys, I was 39 years old before I bought my first Rolex. I'm only 40 now. I was 38 years old, almost 39, by the time I bought my first, like, supercar. So it's not like I bought this shit in my 20s. I waited until I was a millionaire a fuck ton of times over before I even thought about spending money and shit like with my McLaren, I just lease the damn thing. Cause I'm just looking for the cheapest way possible to freaking have it. I'm only going to pay for what I use it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so not like it's a- kind of the thing that sits in the garage most of the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So why would I pay full fucking price for something when I can just lease a portion of it, trade out of it. And I'm good. You know, it's like a, it's a, it's no different than some people might pay that per month for vacation or eating out or whatever. I just like paying it for fucking having a cool car and drive once or twice a week.
1: What are some tools or software in your business you couldn't live without?
0: Well, for, dude, we use a lot of uh, a lot of software. Man, I would say one that I couldn't live without, outside of phone sites, would be uh, you know Facebook's really been good to us. I have the largest group on Facebook for salespeople, and I think we're somewhere between eighty and eighty-five thousand people deep in there. Real people too, not like bullshit spam fucking group like we police the shit out of it for five years now and have grown this thing the right way it's probably the best in my opinion it's the best group ever in the history of social media and if you're in sales you and you're in there you'll agree with it right there's no negativity like we just don't fucking we we police every post like so only good shit gets back there it's a great place and uh but dude i make a lot of money from that group every year and i don't i don't what's what's the group called sales talk with sales Pros. And, uh, and, you know, we do a lot of sales in there because we show people every day, like we're giving them value and we're showing them what we're capable of. And at this point, I've had so many clients that are back there in the group that, you know, shit, they're winning every day talking about cool stuff too. So it's, it's a, a really good culture of winners.
1: Love it, man. Do you have any
0: last words of advice for the people trying to hit six figures listening to you? Yeah, man, you're not going to do it with force. You might as well start making power moves. Might take you a little bit longer, but it'll be more sustainable long-term and it'll feel better when it happens.
1: Boom. Ryan, I appreciate your wisdom and your time. If there's any place you want people listening to this to go to learn
0: more about you, share it with us. Yeah, just, uh, you can go to hardcorecloser.com and uh, like, dude, that's my blog. Everything is there. like that blog's been around for a long time. And, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at hardcore closer. so those are really the best two places to connect.
1: Boom. Awesome guys. I'll put all that stuff in the show notes. You'll be able to connect with Ryan and learn from his blog, his podcast and everything he's built again, Ryan. I appreciate you being on the show.
0: Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. All right, everyone. Cheers. You've been listening to the six figure roadmap. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. To learn more about our membership, visit us online at www.lvrg.it.